God. I'm glad my family came tonight. My wife means much to me on that organ. If I'd have had her on the organ last night, I think I could have got more in the altar than what we got in the altar. But I'll tell you one thing. Nothing's like the power of God. Praise God. It is a privilege tonight to be with Brother Westberg, Sister Westberg, precious people in the Lord who we hold up often in prayer in our church. We love them very much. They're very dear to us. This church is very dear to us. It keeps us all in the state of Kansas with something to look forward to. I believe it's not going to be long and God is going to be pouring out such a mighty powerful revival in our state. I was in the state of Illinois, I mean uh, Arkansas last week and people are looking towards this state. And of course, some of us are not afraid to preach holiness. But hair lips a devil or hair lips your wife, whatever it does. Praise God. And uh, <clears throat> it's been a long battle, Brother Westberg. It's been a lot of fun, though, hasn't it? God's been good to us, too. And now they all of them want to look at us. Some of them want to join. Some of them want to get on the train since it's going down over the hill, you know. Hallelujah. Well, if they're going to preach holiness, we'll let them ride. And if they're not, we're going to kick them off the train. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know whether I ought to say this or not. It's not the way I'm going to preach, but... You lit up on holiness to have a revival. Next thing you know, you have a bunch of queers running you. And I refuse to have them characters telling me what to do. Hallelujah. I can't stand around, let alone tell me what to do. <clears throat> Praise God. So, uh... <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's turn to St. John tonight. I was going to let the family sing, but I feel the Spirit of God moving in this place. And we really have had a lot of singing anyhow tonight. Praise God. The book of St. John, the third chapter and the 13th verse. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw again. And Jesus said unto her, Go call thy husband, and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. And Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, 
I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband, in that thou saidest thou truly. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. <laughs> oh, God, I tell you, I feel so good tonight. I don't know where it's going to quit at. Hallelujah. Our fathers worship in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship, you know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. Then the woman said unto Him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When He is come, He will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came the disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman, yet no man said, What seekest thou? Praise God. Brother Westberg, would you pray? God help us to know. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I need you, Jesus, for without your law, we're nothing. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I want to preach just a simple little thought tonight. I found out that the simplicity of the word seems to be do more than all the great thoughts you can come up with. I want to leave with you tonight this little thought, a casual visit with Jesus. Praise God. Just one little casual visit with Jesus. Praise God. I begin to think of many places that we have been this summer. We have been to the heights of some of the tallest mountains in our nation. We've been up on top of uh, Pikes Peak in the last few weeks. And then I drove this morning down through uh, some of the foothills of Missouri. Last week we traveled along in Arkansas and seen the beauty of the mountains and traveled by one lake for three hours looking at the beauty of the things that God has created. I begin to think of some of those huge rocks that's out there in Colorado that are called mountains and you must admit tonight that they are very majestic. When you begin to think of all that God has created upon this earth, praise God. When you begin to think of the might and the power that's in those mountains. I was in them one time when a snowstorm come, 
And just in a matter of a few moments, there were a lot of people stranded up there. And uh, not so long ago, they had a rain up there, and several hundred people were killed and buried in the mud. The power and the strength that lies in this land, the beauty that you and I look at when we are traveling around in the oohs and the ahs, the sunset that we look at. Oh, there are some times that you can just look at the sunset and it just captures you and holds your attention. There are times that I have seen the moon while it was shining. I told the whole group of young people a few weeks ago, I said, look at that moon up there, full and bright and beautiful, and yet there was a dark cloud covering some of it, but a silver lining in that cloud. Such beauty that God has made. There are times that some of us will plant uh, flowers up in our gardens, in our yards, and in our front yards, and we will grow these flowers so that they are so beautiful. I throwed some seeds out in our flower bed in front of our house, and when I left, there was a beautiful group of flowers out there. And I thought the other day that uh, Jesus spoke of some of these flowers. He said that when you see the lily spin and toil, oh, they are much more beautiful than the wisdom of Solomon. Praise God. I want you to know tonight that there are many things that God has created for you and me tonight that we might enjoy this place where he has put us at. But I want you to know that wherever you have ever been, the most excitement that your bosom has ever received by looking at the heights and the stature and the strength of these mountains, wherever you have been upon any of these rivers and it seemed as though you seen the power of a great waterfall that struck you and held your attention. Maybe it was one night uh, out in the storm you seen the power of God as it flashed along. Wherever you've been, maybe in the morning in your garden, in the dew and the freshness of an early day, and you've seen the flowers and you've seen the beauty, any place that you have ever dwelt upon this earth has not been one time like just one moment with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There has never been anything that has ever happened in my life that has been like my first visit with Jesus. Praise God. As Jesus was traveling along one day and uh, he purposed in his heart being God manifested in the flesh, he knew uh, something going on in a woman's heart. Hallelujah. He knew that there was something that was stirring in this woman's heart. He could feel the loneliness of her nights. He could feel that she was searching after something. She was seeking after something. She had tried out one man after another man, and all he had ever done was been a failure to her. Amen. She had not found in these men what she was looking for. And he purposely, he 
turned and went upon soil that for him to walk upon meant for him to be a curse because it was a curse for a Jew to walk upon the soil of the Samaritan land but he purposely took the curse upon himself and walked to a place where he knew that he would find somebody that had been searching and longing and trying to find something that would satisfy her praise God hallelujah he went to that well but he was smart enough to send those disciples on to town and tell them to go get something to eat while they were gone to town here come that woman she did not come to the well to draw water I've been to that well and I believe Brother Westberg's been to that well. It's a very deep well, isn't it, Brother Westberg, the Jacob well? Yeah, you can stand there and they poured water in it and it was a long time before I heard that water hit water. She would have had to have a pretty long rope or uh, Sister Elder didn't quite enjoy pulling that rope up out of that well. She did not have nothing to draw with. And Jesus knew it and he looked at her and said, Woman, give me to drink. He was not some stupid man that had been walking by a well that was thirsty. But he was the Lord God of heaven that had been looking into a heart of one of his creatures that he had created. Hallelujah. Praise God. And she said, Sir, I have nothing to draw with. Oh, he said to her, If you had the water that I give out, if you had this water that I give, then you would never thirst for this water again. You see, it was not the thirst of the water why she was at the well. The reason why she was at the well, it was a thirst of lust in her that she could not control. She went there to meet another strange man. But Jesus knew she didn't need another strange man. What she needed was a drink of water that she would never thirst after that thing again. Hallelujah. And he said unto her, If you had this water that I have to give. Oh, water. Water I don't have. Listen, that meant something to that lady. Oh, my wife didn't enjoy pulling that bucket up out of that well. It was a long ways to get that bucket. Can you imagine them women pulling for a long time to get that water up out of there and then carrying it for miles into the city? She didn't want no part of that. Give me that water that I don't need nothing to draw with. Give me that water, hallelujah, that I won't never thirst here anymore. And Jesus said, you go tell your husband. You see, when you come in contact with Jesus, your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He looked at her and said, go tell your husband. She said, I don't have a husband. He said, that's right. You got five of them and the one you're living with in your husband now. Woo, she said. We got somebody here that knows things. Hallelujah. Who's been talking, sir? I perceive that you're a prophet. 
amazing thing today. Folks don't think there's any prophets left in the land. You go around preaching Brother Westberg and preach something, you and I haven't even been together before church started tonight. That might be good. Praise God. And somebody says, well, I wonder what he told him. He must have told him something about me. Oh, I got so excited the other day. You know, they was having a little war with Assyria. Them Jews was. And they always knew what them Assyrians' next move was. And that Assyrian king says, you know, we got a traitor in the camp. We got a spy around here. He's going over there and telling them everything before we can do it. But some little old simple fella in the king's army said, no, that isn't the problem, king. What the real problem is, they got a prophet over there in Israel. God's able to talk to him faster than the devil can talk to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. She said, oh, I perceive that thou art a prophet, honey. This is more than a prophet. This is the Lord God from glory that's talking to you. He's come to give you water where you're not ever going to thirst again. Praise God. But you see, before you get that water, go get your husband. Don't have one. What are you doing? Let's repent. Let's repent. You see, I'm going to give you some water, but we can't have anything in there that's going to muddy it up. Hallelujah. Yeah, God wants to give you that water tonight where you're not ever going to thirst again. You see, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to come up here and say, listen, God, I'm laying aside here at this well the things that I've been lusting for and thirsting for. I want this thing that you got to give me tonight. And you come up here tonight and you get one little drink, hallelujah, of what he's got to give you. And you walk out them doors and say, I don't know why I waited so long. I don't know where I've been all my life. Hallelujah. Praise God. All it takes is a little casual visit with Jesus. Jesus is going down the street one day and they're throwing palms out and waving Hosanna to the king and he's doing all kinds of things. And little old bitty guy couldn't see over everybody. So he said, I think I'll climb up here in this sycamore tree where I can see that guy. Heard a lot of things about him. Here come Jesus strolling down the street. And when he got right up under that tree, he said, Zacchaeus, uh, you talking to me? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I hear you having fried chicken for dinner. Uh, how about uh, me going home with you for dinner? Him going home with me? Whew. I can see him come down out of that tree. <laughs> Woo! 
let's go <laughs> nobody else in town that have anything to do with him because he was a tax collector you know how we like tax collectors <laughs> oh and he was a tax collector nobody's going to have anything to do with that guy and on top of that he had robbed a whole lot of people in town and collected more taxes like most tax adjusters do you know and praise God hallelujah but Jesus just went over there and talked to him for a little while and ministered to him for a little while hallelujah praise God I don't know what they said there at the chicken dinner table but Zacchaeus said Lord he said I'll go and pay it all back to him and I'll make everything right and I'll be what you want me to be and I'll do what you want me to do and I'm going to say what you want me to say because just one little casual visit with Jesus and you're not going to be like you used to be anymore hallelujah 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 oh John the Baptist was going down the road one day hallelujah and there'd been a fellow that'd been walking around with him for nights and days I don't know for sure how long he'd been walking with John hallelujah and John had been ministering said there's one coming after me who's mightier than I am who I'm not even worthy to tie his shoes oh he's gonna heal the sick he's gonna raise the dead oh he's gonna baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire hallelujah oh he's gonna be this oh I can just see them Jews getting ready for millennial kingdom hallelujah but one day as they was walking along he just cried out behold the Lamb of God hallelujah and there was one fellow there that every time John had preached he was saying like some of us if I could just see him oh, if I just could see him one time if I could just meet him one time if I could just talk to him one time if I could just have a visit with him one time hallelujah but when John said behold the Lamb of God that was the end of Andrew's walk with John the Baptist the Bible said from that day forth he followed after Jesus Christ he said I found him I found him I found he that can give bread to the hungry and water to the thirsty hallelujah 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 all it takes it's just one little old casual visit. Praise God. There was two men one day that was walking down the road. They must have felt so bad in their hearts. They thought he was gone. They thought it was all over with. When all of a sudden, there was that third man walking along with them. Hallelujah. Ministering to him. But as he began to break the bread of life, their eyes was open. He said, didn't our hearts burn within us? Didn't our hearts burn within us? I want to tell you something tonight. I'm not talking to you tonight about having an experience with another man. I'm not talking tonight about you having an experience with another church. I'm not talking tonight about you having an experience with just another woman. 
I'm not talking to you tonight about coming up here and trying something out to see if it'll work. I'm telling you tonight that Jesus Christ is in this building tonight. For the last report that we had of Jesus Christ, he was in the seven candlesticks. Where? In the church. He's walking these aisles. He's walking these pews. He's right here with us tonight. That nail-scarred hand is already trying to reach around in this congregation. He heard you today when you cried out, Oh God, I need help. Oh God, help me God. I don't know the way. Please God. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to know the Bible said that he has taken on the feeling of all of our infirmities. Hallelujah. He knows what it's like to go hungry. He knows what it's like to go naked. He knows what it's like to have loved ones that turn against you. He knows what it's like, my friend, hallelujah, to be with the sick. I don't believe that Jesus was ever sick, but I believe that he could feel your sickness because as he looked upon the sickness, the Bible said that he was moved with compassion. Somehow he could feel the fever. Somehow he could feel the pain. Somehow he could hear the mind. Somehow he could hear the heart that was talking to him and he was moved. I'm here to tell you tonight all you got to do is come up here and say not my will God but thy will be done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One little casual visit with Jesus one you won't never be the same again you know I've been on Mount Zion didn't do as much for me as where I'm at tonight some folks got happy about Mount Zion I said my my now that I got the Holy Ghost, I was happier than this. Help me. Standing on Mount Zion don't get me all excited. I'm going to tell you something. You know why? Because that ain't Mount Zion. <laughs> I have found a hiding place in Jesus. Woo, I'm climbing higher and higher and higher each day. I'm going to tell you there is a hiding place in him where the storms of life can't hurt you. I'm going to tell you there's a place in him tonight where the world can't shake you. There's a place in him tonight, hallelujah, where your friends can't break you. All you got to do is just have that little visit. Come on, Jesus. I want you, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. You're what I've been searching for. Hallelujah. 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 One little, one little visit with Jesus. You won't be the same no more. 
fellow riding along. Somebody said, well, we can't visit Jesus now. Don't he know that Jesus has went away? Well, Jesus had already ascended into heaven. And uh, this one fellow just didn't happen to like Jesus' name, Apostolics. Amen. Said, I think I'll kill a few of them. Jail a few of them. You have to get in history to find out what all he did do to them all. Praise God. And he got his important letters. They come out to my church last week and give me some important letters. You got your letters yet, brother? Well, don't worry. They ain't trying to run you out of town unless they give you some of them important letters. They gave me some of them important letters the other day to close up my church. You know the devil's so dumb. I never figured out how it took him so long to get so dumb. My church is one of the newest church buildings in town. And they came out there and told me that it's very dangerous for us to be in that building. They don't know that I already know from inside source that the city godfathers told them, you go out there, told the fire department, you go out there and find everything wrong with that building you can because we're going to close it up. Now, just about four years ago, I submitted some plans to them same fellas down there who kicked them around for two or three months and charged me 15000 extra dollars to build my building when they got through fooling around with it. And they kicked around putting in water sprinklers then. And I said, if they need them, we'll put them in. If they don't, whatever you guys say. And they said, well, we don't think you'll need them. It's unsafe. And whose fault do you think it is? I've done made up my mind since they have allowed me and passed the plans that are very unsafe for me to build and showed me where to put all the unsafe things at that I'm just going to sue them for the replacement cost of that building. That devil's so smart he gets himself in a trap every time. And I'm going to tell you what I expect out of it. I expect a great big revival. That's what I expect. Hallelujah. Oh, Paul was just a persecuting everybody he could. When all of a sudden Jesus said, you know, he needs a visit. Hallelujah. 
he was walking along with his important letters feeling kind of cocky when all of a sudden the glory of God come down around him somebody said what was that bright light uh, friend you couldn't stand in the presence of God if you wanted to in this flesh uh, if you stepped into the presence of God you'd be consumed in this flesh uh, but I'm here to tell you the glory of God shone down around about him he lost his cockiness he lost his papers uh, he lost everything uh, and he said, Who are you, Lord? Woo! Hallelujah! He ain't tough no more. Praise God. He said, I'm Jesus. I come to have a little visit with you, Paul. It's kind of hard for you to fight against me. I'm the King of Kings. I'm the Lord of Lords. I'm the Lord God Almighty. You're not going to fight against me. He said, here, I'll give you a little something that'll help you meditate. Just blind your eyes so you can't see what's going on for a few days. And just see him walking around. Meditate. Nothing, God. I'll just do whatever you want me to do. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I want you to go down to a street they call Straight Street. You can't walk this crooked road no more, Saul. You're going to have to walk down Straight Street. Hallelujah. You see, well, I'm going to make a great apostle out of you. Somebody said, uh, one little casual visit with Jesus, what could it do for you? I don't know all it can do for you, but I know it took this man into the third heavens, uh, and he's seen things uh, that he said he couldn't even tell you and me. Hallelujah. Yeah, I know one thing. It's inspired him so much uh, that he wrote uh, over two-thirds of the New Testament. Hallelujah. I know one thing. Uh, it gave him a walk with God uh, that said uh, neither heights uh, or depths uh, or principalities or powers uh, can separate me from the love of God. What? Uh, that one little visit uh, that he had with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What are you searching for tonight? What are you looking for? Oh, I tried some things in my arms. A girl got up in church the other night. You know they've had me fooled all the time. I thought when you took drugs, you got high. I found out when you take drugs, all you do is get bored and depressed. Some of you know, huh? It don't float you off nowhere. It just brings you down lower than you was. Yeah. Yeah, make you want to kill everybody. Make you want to hate everybody. Don't make you want to pay your bills. Whew. Can't pay your bills. The dope's costing too much. Yeah, you got to steal and kill. And 
God only knows what else you got to do. Every immoral thing Satan could ever concoct. Amen. Hallelujah. She got up and she read her little poem that we had a powerful Tuesday night use service before I left. Ooh, I was drinking off of that. Praise God. One of our little boys, about 14 years old, got up and preached. He preached to the pastor. He preached to the saints. He preached to his mom and dad. And he had so many devils running around in that place, they didn't know what door to get out of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you our kids are watching us. I said our kids are watching us. And they're not dummies either. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to tell you. Hallelujah. That woman, she read her little poem about the most bored 4th of July she ever had about the most depressed day and they call this life and they call this this I'm here to tell you something tonight there's no use for you running around searching any longer you come to the right place tonight there's no use you walking out of here tonight and saying well it was a good story it was you know he he had a good uh, thought you know I'm going to tell you something it's not just a good story but it's the story of deliverance it's the story of good news it's the power of Christ that I've given you tonight if you don't come up here and get delivered tonight you'll walk out and turn your back on him I'm not just giving you a good little message tonight I'm inviting you to come tonight and put your hands in that hand that's got a nail scar in it. And then you get your hand in that hand that's got a nail scar in it. You're going to hear him say, For you, my child, I gave my life that you might be free. What is it you have need of tonight? For the things that you thought were impossible are made possible through Christ Jesus. I stand. Hallelujah. 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 Would the musicians come, please? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's worship the Lord tonight. Let's call upon God tonight. One little casual visit with Jesus. And the woman at the well went all over the city saying, Come and see a man. One little casual visit with Jesus. And Zacchaeus came out a moral person. One little visit with Jesus and Saul became a great apostle. Delivered from the traditions of the Sanhedrin court. Delivered 
from the dead, dull, boring religious religions of the land. Oh, I wish I knew the whole song tonight. I just sang, I have found a hiding place in Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm inviting you to come tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. What are you playing, sister? Reach out and touch the Lord as He goes by. You'll find He's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. He's passing by this moment your needs to supply. So reach out and touch the Lord as He goes by. Oh, reach out. Maybe you come tonight for healing. Maybe you came tonight because you're just so sick of your life. Had a girl call up on the phone Sunday afternoon. Said, I got to change. My wife told her, said, you can't change till you get sick of that life. She said, I'm so sick of it. I don't want nothing else to do with it anymore. Oh, is that the way you come tonight? Come on, Jesus wants a visit with you. Jesus wants just a little visit with you. You've come to Mount Zion tonight, and you're not going back the same way you come. You're going back by a different road tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Won't you come? Praise God, Brother Whisper. Hallelujah. I believe that you're here tonight. The Spirit of the Lord has searched you out. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You're tired of sin. You're tired of the disappointments of this life. The Spirit of God is tugging at your heart. Why don't you come tonight? Just a little short visit with Jesus at this altar. Come on. You're here. God's been talking to you. The Spirit of the Lord has been tugging at your heart. Come on. Come on. We're going to pause for just a minute. And I'm going to close this altar call. But God's talking to you. Would you come? Would you come? Would you come? The God of heaven has condescended to speak to you tonight. Will you come? I'm going to call the saints in in just a moment. Would you step out right now? Come down and kneel at this altar and visit with Jesus. 
just a short visit with Jesus they're coming would you come God's talking to you oh when God talks to me I want to hear him I want to listen when he's talking to me will you come will you come reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by all the saints gather in and pray let's all pray with these that are around the altar tonight to hallelujah 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 amen 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 this moment oh. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.